Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rhythm of Peace podcast. It's your girl, Crystal B. I'm Zayna. I'm Niani. Hey, What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rhythm and Views. It's, it's me, Zena, today. Today, we doing an intro because um, Krista was out, out all weekend doing her thing. <laughs> or maybe actually more than a weekend doing her thing, so she can't talk, really. So it's me, Zena, in the building. We I'm here with... Krista B. And Niani. And we are lit today. First of all, before we get into anything, how's everybody doing? We're going to get into WrestleMania, girl. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Niani, how have your past two weeks been? Pretty good. Um... Nothing exciting. I did get into grad school. Yeah, I guess that's the most exciting thing. That's amazing. <laughs> um, other than that, nothing much going on. What about you guys? Love that. Well, um, it was my half birthday last week, and um, as a pure Libra, of course, I have to make everything really extra. And to be honest, like I was just gonna plan like a karaoke night, and it ended up being a five day. From it was a Thursday night to Friday to Saturday to Sunday to Monday was uh, we had an event here. In office, and um, I just recovered yesterday. So um, that was my half birthday. But uh, Krista, mm. tell us about WrestleMania, <laughs> girl. I was in LA for the first time. Downside, it was cold, like New York. I I couldn't take it. It was freezing out there. Upside, I finally met Wale. Wale Mania was amazing. Okay. Um, did interviews. Me and my co-host, we really went into WrestleMania. We took over. Left with some great contacts, con- contacts and some good content. But we will get back into that. So I need you guys to stay tuned because we have a little bit of a recap for you guys. This is why I sound voice handicap in the voice in the words of um, Zayna today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we have a special guest with us today. We have Miss Gia Peppers in the building. First of all, we first of all you're here because we, we more than that, more than that, more than is on that. This third yes. season. Bless God, we bless God. Amen. Yes. We do. Yes. <laughs> but before we get into the, how have you been? How did? How, first of all, how was your commute here? Well, it was hilarious because um, Amtrak wanted to play games with me today. It was running really late, and so that's why I'm late. But other than that, it wasn't bad. I came from D.C. with like a, for after Dreamville. I was like, you know what? I need to spend a little week at home with my family. And it's Easter week. My mom's birthday is Good Friday, so I was like, I want, I want to just stay home and chill out. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Carrie was like, I need you to do. Hot 97, and I was like, okay, let's make that work because it makes sense to do, you know, things that that I actually am on the East Coast at the time yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited. I got the got the call from Ms. Zingna, <laughs> and I say, yes, I'm coming through. Yes, hey. we love to see it. So let's talk about let's talk about more than that. Yes. You know, uh, you're on your third season, 
And actually, I interviewed you when you first launched. It's so true. It's so crazy. Um, and even then, I was like, how does it feel to be, you know, to really, like, you know, have, have your own thing, yeah. right? So how are we feeling now that we're in our third season? What are we getting different, if we're getting anything different from previous seasons? Absolutely. So more than that is actually, I don't own more than that. More yeah. than that is a Dentsu and Urban One owned property. And so essentially, during that first season when they launched it, they were looking for a voice who really understood culture, but also activism, community. We were in the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, Civil Rights 2.0 during that summer. And my friend, Brittany Packnett Cunningham, who is also an incredible host, activist, all things just black girl magic leader in this space. um, She was like, sis, I am overwhelmed. I can no longer take on any more shows. She had already had Undistracted at the time, which is her podcast now. Uh, And she was was like, can you take this on? And I was like, I will. Uh, And so since then, it's been a really incredible ride. We get to talk about all the different ways our community as black people can be well. I think what's super dope is that we don't just approach it from like a yoga perspective or just, or a veganism or vegetarianism perspective. We, we of course hit on social justice, but we also hit on like why it's so important to just put your feet in soil sometimes and just yeah. be grounded and, and breathe and recenter yourselves. What it looks like to uh, enter love through purpose and activism. We actually had Brittany and Reggie on this season to talk about how they met protesting mm-hmm. for for a, a right in St. Louis, which I think is so dope. So mm-hmm. um, we run the gamut of great topics, and I learn so much all the time. We also had Hannah Beekler on this season, who is the Oscar award-winning production designer of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like, And she talks about Afrofuturism and just talking to women who are like, literally building the world we imagine has been so inspiring to me. So more than that is incredible. We're in 104 markets across the radio, across the country. Yes, Miss Mayo on radio. Yeah, first of all, we hear your ads. We be in the, yeah, yeah, we like like that's true. That's (laughs) We love that. Um, Shout out to Urban One and and Nabob, who is the National Association of Black-Owned Broadcasters. Most of our, I believe 80% of our radio stations are Black-owned properties. And as a person who comes from radio, it really mattered to me that we poured into black owned radio so much of what we do of course as millennials and gen z is online but there are dozens uh, thousands hundreds of communities that still count on the radio for Mm -hmm. their regional you know news what's going on traffic like i still listen to the radio personally Mm -hmm. uh and so it really matters to me that uh black owned radio and black owned media is supported and as we all know Black-owned dollars are never they spent. Matter. Hello, as yeah. as mm-hmm. much as uh, we want to see when it comes to when it comes to black-owned dollars, one it matters. Two, media buying is not as specifically big in black-owned markets as it should be. Mm-hmm. So I also hope that more than that, and it is a north star that these advertisers need to get behind branded content that actually cares about our community. Mm-hmm. And if you find a, a way to find a great production team in a great place like Urban One, who actually knows black things, like yeah. shout out to big boss Kathy Hughes. Mm-hmm. She's been about this life. This is not new for her. This is not anything that's that's extra for her. She, this is really her life's work. And so to be underneath a, a company that actually believes in black things and black community and then literally got the sponsors that wanted to put their dollars behind investing in black communities and black owned radio spaces uh, and, and, and into the conversations that actually help our community, it shows that it's possible to, to have both. You yeah. can have something that, yes, it is a little branded, but 
it also has great conversation, great storytelling, and I pro- I learn so much every mm-hmm. single time. And, and and if there's one episode I recommend every black woman to listen to, uh, during season one we had three black doctors on who are the founders of the uh, Institute for Anti-Racism in Medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote me on the name of that. But we talked about black maternal uh, mortality rates. Uh, and they, as black women doctors, were not taken seriously in the delivery room until they read their vitals. And... We talked about how to advocate for yourself. We talked about life-saving information. And as black women, I'm sure we all know people who have had scary stories, who've almost lost their lives. Uh, And so those type of things, that type of information is what matters to me. So if you get a chance, go back to season one and check that out. Season three is incredible too, but I recommend every black woman as we all go into this motherhood era and if we, should we choose to or should we not yeah. uh, the importance of having a doula the importance of having you know if you're no longer conscious what do you want your husband or your mother or your mm-hmm. sister to say like mm-hmm. those type of things and we're actually for the first time ever putting out the full interview because I've been fighting for that yes. to happen because yeah. I was just like the 20 minutes don't matter like we got an hour of conversation that's life saving and I've had a best friend who almost lost her life um, literally last year having a baby so when I tell you I came back season three like, where's the full? Y'all got that? Yeah, as you yeah. should. Y'all as got that full? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, but yeah, it's been super dope. And we just wrapped season three, actually, with the conversation about black men's mental health, mm-hmm. which yes. was super dope. And so um, black people out there, don't matter man, woman, you know, they, them, however you identify, this conversation is really healthy because black men need spaces to feel whole and seen and fully themselves, whether that's in the, the emotional sadness or their, you know, depression, whatever that looks like, they need spaces to be like, I'm not okay. Yeah. And nobody to be like, oh God, if you don't, if you're not okay. Like, but I think that's really like a culture thing though. I it is. That, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it's really important to hold space for black men. Um, but I think that overall, I'm, I think a lot of us now are like starting to get into, yeah, we need to give them that space. But for a long time, it's been, it, first of all, it started with like white men, to be honest, yep. and holding that like strength type of, of thing. <laughs> and then, um, you know, with our, our culture as black people kind of just trickled down. And then we as black women are like, no, we need our men to da 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 back then, not now. And so I think it's really, it is really important that we give them that space to, uh, to be, to be soft, to be yeah. vulnerable, yeah. to be, to, to break down that, that stigma that men have to be strong, that yeah. men have to be, they can't break, they can't show yeah. a vulnerable side. If they do it and they so, show a sign of weakness, yeah. like it, it's great that they do have that space. Yeah. I tend to do that with my boyfriend now. Like, Hey, how's your mental? Mm. If you need to break, mm-hmm. if you need, I'm here, talk to me, you know? So even do that with my nephews, like, especially with them growing up, like it's okay to cry. It's okay that. to show it your is- emotions. It's okay to express how you feel without resorting to violence or, yeah. holding it in or secluding yourself off like I'm here talk to me I'm your aunt I'm not gonna let you fall just talk to me so mm-hmm. I love that you guys had that conversation That's I so can't good. wait to watch that yeah, yeah. it's out it's out it is um uh the the podcast episode just dropped this weekend mm-hmm. so if you get a chance definitely check it out uh Keir Gaines is one of our guests I don't know if you guys know Keir but he is mm-hmm. like super hilarious and a therapist a black oh, man nice. from DC um you probably seen him he went viral he's gone viral a lot because he's he always is walking around it's like black and white and he's always just walking and talking to himself you've probably seen him go mm-hmm. viral but mm-hmm. he's just always been about creating space for black men um to feel vulnerable and feel themselves, especially black men who have come up in underserved environments and communities like Southeast Washington, D.C. or like a Brownsville, Brooklyn, like the places where he literally called it, you have to 
where you had to learn to be the boogeyman to survive yeah. when you never, you might've just been a, a, an adorable little boy, mm-hmm. but then you turned 11 and, and you was, had to choose. You had to, you had to toughen up. up. You yeah. had to get it. Yeah. And so yeah. now like coming back to yourself, now we're, we're in this conscious flow. What does that look like for black men? So we had a really great conversation. And Mike Hill was actually yeah. another one of our guests. And we have we a, know Mike. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we have a great time. Okay. I love that. <laughs> what I love about your podcast is that it caters to every demographic of listener. I know that you, um, you talk about amplifying black voices, but even those who aren't black, yeah. you know, they can listen and learn in other cultures. Also um, true. I know you had, like you said, black male trauma. You had Styles P on there, black health, parenthood, black love, like yeah. every topic under the sun. I think real estate too, like you yes. talked about the housing market. Yes. So I love that. It's educational, entertaining, all in one. Thank you, Neon. You better tell me. <laughs> <laughs> better tell the world. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> love that. Look, I... Um, and I know you were talking about, you know, uh, growing up or going to D.C. and being from D.C. for both you and your and your guests. And let's just get into it like, miss, you came from D.C. and now now you had the you had the, the Grammys. Yeah, yeah LOL. You had Dreamville hosting, <laughs> some, period, hosting period. Amazon Live, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Today yes. show. Yeah, on the VH1, Today Show. Entertainment yes. Tonight. Essence. You are like, everywhere, Miss Girl. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> I really just, you know, the growth of your career is really intense. And you know what? If we're going to be real, you was here, too, at a point. Hello. You was here, too, at a point. Right up under Ebro B. Darden. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the growth of your career is honestly very influential. And I told you in the last time that we had a conversation that I look at the media girls in in a class right yeah. so we have freshman sophomore senior, freshman sophomore junior senior and did i graduate no 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 no. Oh, we, okay. we're all gonna always class? be in classes okay, okay i think we're always gonna be in classes until like we retire you mean like class of, oh wait like yeah 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 but but i wouldn't say like a year it's just like a group of people that came up around this copy time. copy mm-hmm. so i always tell you like you know if you ask the girls that that are in my uh media class or whatever um who do you look up to they're gonna say Gia peppers like it's wow. always like mm-hmm. that it's always like that so i don't but but i hope you i hope you're taking it like- I, I do I take it in because I remember looking up to the media girls mm-hmm. like Angela Yee mm-hmm. and uh, Amanda Seals who was Amanda Diva at the time mm-hmm. and yeah of course free I mean mm-hmm. you know they're I I get it Laura mm-hmm. Styles shout yeah. out to Laura like um yeah it's it is trippy to sit here in this room because Ebro let me start creating my own show um and we were piloting it in this room and wow. it's just so much trippy like, it's, so, it's, so, it's so full circle it's like, so full circle mm-hmm. and then black girl pod also started yeah. in the halls started, of yeah. high 97 because ebro darden was literally like um y'all talk okay this is what it was sound like if it was a black woman podcast and then it was filming it on Snapchat. Wow, rest in peace on Snapchat. And <laughs> and when it was popping, and um, that's what became the the groundwork of us coming together and talking. Um, and so it's trippy to see you all here on your mics and seeing. And, and you're the guest here now. Yeah, yeah. even a white man producer. We had a white man producer <laughs> as well. That's and speaking of, I don't want to jump too too much, but speaking of Black Girl Podcast, this is how I actually came to know all five of you when wow. you were here because. I was just, I don't know, I was just like going through, I believe, Instagram or some podcasting. And it was like, I'm like, I saw these five beautiful black women and they were just talking. And I'm like, oh, they sound like me. And then come to find out, like, you and you and Scotty will always argue about your birthdays because it's like right there. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, we're all the same age. Like, like the three of us all the same age, born the same year. I'm just like months older. And I'm like, I feel like I could be a part of Black Girl Pod. (laughs) And then there'll be times where... 
it'd be times where I would react to you to your episodes on Twitter and we were like have conversations. Yes. It was this one you it was this one you episode you guys was talking about I think it was like talking about guys and like dating sites and you was like nope the number is gonna be 1-800-F on you and I retweeted you about it and you was like when did I say that and then I we, it was like it's always funny and then you guys had that one year anniversary party that mm-hmm. I was there I for. know oh yes what a party it was, it was so much we fun. had a time yes. oh my god <laughs> it was fun and to see that Everybody showed up for these five women who started here, and we know mm-hmm. what it's like being here mm-hmm. to show up and to see your trajectory. Like everybody's gone doing their separate things, but you guys are all still successful after leaving yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Like that's your stepping stone, yeah. and it's just so beautiful to see. And just I open it like you're here again, like yeah. sharing your story with yeah. us. That's yeah. why I was like, yes, I'll come back <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, this space is one. Thank you so much for you're saying welcome. that. You about to make me cry? I like, pulled it together. I'm um, but no, <laughs> the vinyl party was everything. It was um, Black Girl Pod taught me so much about taking up space as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming from traditional journalism, like they teach you, like read the prompter, yes, and you uh, talk like this, and then more at five, and we'll talk to you a little more about that in a second. Like that's how they teach you to speak. They teach you not to have any perspective, and in real journalism, shouldn't right. That's why there is a lane for podcasting. So it taught me how to take up space outside of just being a journalist. What does it mean for me? What do I have an opinion about? Like much, a lot of stuff don't really make me upset but what really does make me upset what really does make me bring bring me to my knees what really does make me feel inspired and 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 what makes me feel afraid Mm -hmm. uh and we explored all of that it was like our coming of age in a capsule time period and i and i do believe like we're on a, a hiatus right now because just all of us are so busy we all live on different coasts right now it's just one of those things where it's like, good God, uh, we couldn't even get five people on one episode after a while. And we were like, you know what, guys, we might need to take a step back because we've grown so much. We're no longer the same little girls mm-hmm. that started the podcast. We're women. And we all were like, we have to go 100% after our yeah. careers right now. Uh, so many things like literally came from Black Girl Pod. Okay, now listen, more than that, mm-hmm. uh, Bex, Bex and, and shoot, starting to shoot, Alicia is killing it as a cinematographer mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a creative. Safira is killing it. Now she's at Essence yeah. in the marketing mm-hmm. department and still has her dance studio. Like everybody is thriving and so i know for a fact when we do come back together whenever that is the reunion the, the reunion, reunion gonna be lit bro <laughs> yes. like, like it's gonna be like when dustin's john came back together yes. when dustin yes. yes. and like they were so much better and like so much more Mature. themselves yes. Yes. i think that's like one of the things like even like watching um beyonce kelly and michelle our whole lives that's another era of mm-hmm. the girls that inspired all of us to be here you know what i'm saying like beyonce kelly michelle brandy monica like all those girls that were around were what we got to see for so long like they were it alia they were it for so long and so um you know watching them become grown women also helped us all so i love that black girl pod um was 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 what it was and still is what it is because I have friends who reach out to me now who be like, yo, I just sent the podcast to my cousin in high school. It's like a, she said it was a coming of age, like a passing the torch 
thing that she felt like she needed her cousin to hear so that she would understand like the fullness of the black girl mm-hmm. experience at that mm-hmm. in that in this era. So I love that. Thank you for saying that. Oh, Shout out yeah. to Black Girl Pie. Shout out to my babies. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of black girl experience, though, I wanted to say I, I came across Gia or was introduced to you d- through the Ween Academy. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's right. When, yeah. I, yeah. when I graduated from Temple, I was looking for like a community of black women in media, and I came across uh, Ween. Shout out to Delisha Butterf- Butterfield Jones. Yes. And um, you were one of Thompson, their Notable alumni. Yeah, she is like the face of Wing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Very much. The- <laughs> so yeah, and ever since then, I've just been following you your sure? journey. <laughs> no, no, it's, you're right. No, mm-hmm. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Thank you. I remember with you from Ween. You. So I didn't. Uh, I n- never made it into. But the did academy. you go? But you auditioned. Um. Did I? yeah, I did. Okay, because mm-hmm. I remember seeing your face. Mm-hmm. Your face looks familiar to me. Okay. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was gonna say though, Gia, it's um, you know, just overall through everything that you've done, you've always made a space for Black women, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever given it much thought. I know a lot of people come up into you and tell you like how much of an inspiration you are and stuff like that. But what is like uh, when it comes to the the type of things that you want people to remember you for, mm. or you know. Or black women specifically. I'm not even gonna say people. Black women specifically. What is the the legacy that you want to leave behind? Because you know our, our time is gonna come. Everybody's time is gonna come. To right. Be, to, it's time to get out of here. But um, <laughs> so <laughs> when that when that, <laughs> when that time comes, like what is that? What do you want people to remember Gia Pepper Gia Peppers for? Mm. Black women specifically, actually. Yeah. When I'm sitting on my rocking chair with my husband and my kids and my grandkids. That's cute. I love that picture. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cute. We in the mm-hmm. DMV with it for sure. Mm-hmm. We got mad acres and it's wild. It's beautiful. Um, um, I hope that people walk away. When they say my name, they smile. Like, even my name makes them smile. Like, Gia Peppers. I love Gia Peppers. I hope that whenever I met them in person, I saw them fully. I hope that they were like, you know what? She was busy as hell, but she gave me her seconds and her times and told me that, you know, her, her energy told me I mattered to her. I hope that um, I will have accomplished incredible things that make black women feel seen in all aspects of media. Wherever I am, I know that I come as one, but stand as 10,000. And that is Dr. Maya Angelou's, you know, quote. Um, shout out to her. Her birthday was yesterday, too. One of my biggest life inspirations, for sure. Uh, what a queen. Mm-hmm. Um I hope that they are inspired to go for every single dream. I hope they are inspired to go for it relentlessly with hustle and faith and with light. It's okay to be joyful. Like for so long, all of us were afraid of joy and like waiting for the other foot to the shoe to drop. And, and it's still a thing, right? Like we fear is going to be there. Um, You have to have a relationship with fear, unfortunately, because it's always there. It's how you how you treat fear that's going to determine how it comes up in your life. But I do think um, for me, I want black, black women to know that they mattered, that their voices were represented in conversations that I have, uh, whether I'm acting, singing, dancing, whatever, that they felt seen, that they felt like, oh, that's my sis. I know mm-hmm. her. Or I would say that. I would do that. That means I matter too. That's what I hope. You, I mean, it's you're already accomplishing this though. Absolutely. Thank you. So you saying that? I hope. I hope. I hope. I right. hope. But it's very much already current. Thank, thank, thank you. So just gotta give me your relevance. Thank you. Thanks for giving yeah. me my business. <laughs> I received that. Yes. And so you know, outside of all these, all these amazing things, let's go back to Dreamville because you just, you just right. came back. Let's go came back to Dreamville. Yeah. I don't even know how I'm about boys. Oh, because I didn't go out. 
<laughs> I, missed I wish Drake I could party. say the same, so <laughs> girl. It's all right. You how was how was the experience? It how was, was the experience? insane. It was the second year that Amazon had done the yeah. live stream, and mm-hmm. so I also have a show on Amazon Music called R and B Rotation and DJ Mode. It's a channel. Um, it's really like an old school R and B channel. I mean, not like a, not old school. We play. New R and B, but I'd be like, "Hey, y'all, you do the R and B." Yeah, that's my life story. I, I love that voice. I love the radio I came up on um, Quiet Storm. Yeah. Quiet Storm. Come on, like that was my Quiet Storm. You are tuned in to the Quiet Storm. It's Lenny Green and the like. Shout out to Lenny Green. Shout out to Lenny, right? And like, I came up. My first internship ever was with Donnie Simpson. So again, radio is like my life story. So like, when they said we want you to host the stage. And we want you to like, you know, make it your own. I was like, I'm making, I'm making radio. <laughs> I'll make it R and B radio. Right? But yeah. it's like not every drop is like that. But you sometimes you'll hear me on the station, and I'm like, Hey, y'all, you tuned into R and B. Like this is yeah. one of my favorite things. Um, and so anyway. Dreamville. So the second time they asked me, Rob Markman, and Wayno to host the live stream, and essentially Dreamville Fest is two days yeah. of every act J. Cole in the Dreamville team got to be a, uh, got to be on their stage. And what's special about Dreamville is that North Carolina just makes everything so much sweeter and yeah. nicer. Like, nicer. even though there were 50,000 people, mm-hmm. it wasn't like 50,000 like, yo, get back, da, 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 back yeah, up, like, we about nice. to fight. It like, wasn't yeah. angry. Like, it, it, was was real a, it wasn't mellow. rolling loud. It wasn't giving like, rolling loud. Right. Was giving, was <laughs> You're not getting fi- fought for yeah. like a mm-hmm. ticket yeah. being dropped or something at the door. Like, it's like mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, right? Like, Come on, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. That's, a good, that's a good one. Chick-fil-A in New York? Mm. Are they going to remember to say my pleasure? No. no. But when you get past that Mason-Dixon, okay. they're going to be like, well, hello there. Welcome to Welcome. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We are good. so happy to have you here. <laughs> yes. And so it's like the Chick-fil-A of yeah. concerts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah. saw we saw you. Uh, um, excuse me. We saw Mario mm-hmm. um, so Can we talk about it real recovery. quick? I just I saw you fold. Like it's I not even like we talk about we talk about like you know I'm, I'm a fold I'm a fold. But you like physically you, like yeah, you, you literally folded. folded like a pancake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not or, able to or, can. <laughs> I am not able to can. Did you, you saw my my real life reaction? I I could not. Yeah. I legit could. Nah, I don't know anyone that could though. Yeah, like who saying. will be able like, to? Like unless you like, unless he sings to you all the time, right? Right? Like, like, all right, it's okay. Like, here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. came out of nowhere too. Like, like I was, like, I was, I, I was in ready. the middle of a question. Like I was about to ask him, like, what does it feel like to have those songs last the the test of time? Right. To like people to listen to them. Then maybe if he would have answered, like, "Yo, braid my hair," you know, that's live. You know, let me sing a little song. Like he was just. He, he, was, he didn't prepare you. He didn't prepare you for it. It was just. <laughs> well you lucky like, you folded in the chair because me I would have been under the, the chair I'd like, can, right we cut, can we cut this live like stream I gotta get my life together I was like like, I was probably just like, what is happening? I've never been sung to before. Oh. Yeah. And not in my face. Like, he was really in my face. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He sure was. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want- <laughs> <laughs> like, how should I feel? Well, like, I don't know what to do. What is- I'm about to, I'm about right. to be your wife. And Stop trying playing. to keep it professional. That You're trying part. to keep it professional on camera. There's <laughs> no professionalism There was no, there was no professionalism. At all. And, he's, and then he was singing the parts about the cornrows. And it, I was like, "Are you talking about cornrows? Come here, let, let you me. You want me to braid your hair? Let me because he was like, I can't grow sun, Chris comes, get cr-. I'm like, what are we talking about? Like, yes, very much. Yes, he was singing braid my hair, and I was sitting there like, 
I will cornrow. Like I will, you, I will, if you yeah. grow it out right now. I will do it right now, though. Right now. <laughs> like, listen, we're going to pull whatever you have. Y'all hear these voicles? You see these voicles? The voicles? Voicling. That's all I have to say. It was this smooth in person. Like, I think you know how we hear all the time about, like, how certain artists need help get into the right yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he don't. No, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about that versus between him and Omarion. Ooh, different. Because, okay. <laughs> because here, hear me out. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, Omarion is going to win. Da, da, da. I mean, it's you know, verses are never really, really, quote unquote, about winning and losing. No, Everybody's it's about like, the culture. Yeah. And, and the community. Very much, community but, in the, but the yeah. watchers at home are like, so-and-so won. <laughs> So, the everybody, yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, Mario's gonna slide," da, 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 da. and I'm tweeting. I'm just like, you know, what? don't don't hurt me, y'all. But I think Mario got this. I think I saw you say that. I, too. I legit was like, Mario got this, and everybody was like, "You think so?" I was like, "Look, he got this. He got Come that. On. He got this." But people is what he right? This exactly. I got businesses, <laughs> but I think people forget. That Mario has such a wide because Omarion did B2K. Yeah. Then he was by himself and dropped like two albums. Then he was with like Rick Ross and um. Yeah. But for a time, we really didn't see Mario singing. Like we saw him on TV, we saw him acting, we saw yeah. him do other stuff. So people forgot. People forgot he could sing. Like, that, what, my my point that is that part. he can sing. He could sing. No no shade to to Omarion. But Mario can <laughs> Mario baby can sing. Mario baby can no sing shame. his little ass off. No, no shame. shame. No shame. It might have been a real nervous night. I mean, it, it but has. even outside of that, like, I mean, yes, correct. And we all yeah. know, we all know, Omarion was the, the, the singer, singer for B2K. BK, yeah. So, like, we know that. It's just, like, Mario never, he never slipped. Like, he was very much, like, he kept it up there. Consistent. Yeah, like, it was real different. Yeah. And then I felt like, ever since then, he's been reintroduced to the scene yes. in a way that we needed. Like yeah. I'm like, thank God. Mario, one of the last singing dudes left mm-hmm. right now. Like like from that era. Yeah. Because yeah. a Bang lot of them, their voices have changed or been mm-hmm. messed up because of not Whatever. taking care of it. Whatever. You know, yeah. different Smoking, things. Things like that. Different yeah. things. Or just, I mean, you, your voice changes it over does. time. So, it does. But like he still has that crisp vocal. Mario said, I'm still trained. Smooth. He says... Yes. And the way that he could just hop out and do it, it was real different. Yeah, I wasn't well, in ready. the interview. Yeah, yeah, just really, just I mid-question. really wasn't ready. And I had just interviewed him for RB Rotation. We did oh, a couple of okay. questions and I was asking about verses. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, do you feel like people like needed to be reminded? And he was like, look, all I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I don't even remember what he said. Y'all got to listen to the station. But all I know <laughs> is, he was just like, I, I wanted to walk away feeling like I did something great and mm-hmm. I felt like that. I was like, you did. He sure did. You sure did. did. Yeah. And yeah. I actually stood up because there was more than just Omarion on that stage. It was Ray J. Ray J. Was, to the baby's born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, this is actually perfect because I did want to talk about Men don't be don't be singing, singing, be crying. Can I also more. add one more thing yeah. from the Dreamville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all saw the city grows, my man. Oh yes, yes. I did. City grows like I'm wish like Ray J. Yes, yes. Talking about Ray J. Yes, um, yo, that thing was so funny because I always side out of the shade room because they don't never. I interview people like every week, yeah. and they never, never post ever anything. post mm-hmm. anything I do. And like, mm-hmm. even the Rihanna interview from the Met Gala, yeah. they did not post really? it. I really sent it to someone too, and they were like, oh, no, we're not posting Met Gala anymore. And then I was saw, I know there's more than one editor on this shade room, so I never yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, take it personally. But then I was like, you gonna post the, the, the conversation was actually really cool. It was kind of awkward because what happened was we were live. And mm-hmm. when you're really live, 
you live. But they were like, the city girls are going to do it. Da, 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 so just let them come on. And so we were like, yay. They didn't know we were live. So they, so Kreisha walks in. She's like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Nice to meet you. Da, 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 da. You look real pretty. Nice to see you. Da, da, da. You know, real cute. Real, everything that I thought she would She's be. amazing. Yeah. Like, she's the, amazing. the love of my life. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. And then JT walks over too. And she's super cute. And she's just like, hey, how y'all doing? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we sit down and they didn't know we were live. So we had to keep telling them like, no, we're really live. Like, they couldn't get it. Yeah. So what ended up happening was we had a great conversation. And then... People started to form around the back. Of, I don't. So basically, there's a camera like that, Dreamville. Yeah. There's three, and then there's space for people to stand. So once they saw that the city girls were there, mm-hmm. dozens of people who were we had nobody on our set the whole time. Like maybe like ten over. people, fifty people came over. They uh-huh. had cell phone lights. Da, da, da. So they're walking over like. And then JT, I'm pretty sure was texting Uzi as we see he Come came on. out the next day. Yeah, but. Uzi, not to cut you off, Uzi killed it at WrestleMania, okay? He was there. Oh, he, oh yes. he was at WrestleMania. Yes. Then he, he was at Dreamville. Yes. Oh, oh wow. wow. And then he came to Dreamville the next day oh, wow. for Drake. These celebrities killed it. Yeah. But, but I say that to say, I was like, so, I was like, um, which one do you want to go first? <laughs> because you can't leave dead air for so yeah. long. I was just like, uh. But I'm glad they they answered. They actually did answer the question. Like they yeah. they both said I spice. They both um, said that they love the scene. So I wish the shade room would have just posted more. It's the shade room. It's girl. the shade room. And like they like, gonna they gonna they post you, but, what you know. But even like man. Forget the shade room. Because you just went viral recently for talking to Coco Jones. I love Big that Coco. Was, that was, yes. Oh, I missed that. What happened? They ain't posting. Oh, she was gassing up Coco. Coco oh, was okay. like, oh, Beyonce know me. And she was like, yeah, Beyonce know me. That was the first. Oh, yeah, and that was the first yeah, yeah. time she talks about what Beyonce said to her at the Rock Nation yes. brunch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because yep. of you. But they didn't. They, they didn't. It's okay, girl. Them. Forget them. But that's just, it's just, just always keep it. Keep yeah, open. Exactly. With certain people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. I had to unfollow them. But I do support the thing is, I love the sisters yeah. behind the shade room. They're so dope. So mm-hmm. I never know. Like I'll be seeing them in person. I love them, but mm-hmm. the just platform, everything else. They don't yeah. really support yeah. me. So I mean, like one of them. Don't Whatever. worry about it. Yeah. Y'all got shine people. That's oh, being shady is a part of the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's on brand. Brand. But they have people that they support. So oh, I'm always yeah. just like, okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody, y'all be you. great. How y'all be great? Hey, exactly, everybody. Exactly. For you. But I love the city girls. No city girl slander. They were great, yeah, no. and I posted other clips from the interview on my page, so y'all can watch. Yeah. What else they? So said. we can watch it on Gia's page. Yeah, because Carisha was funny. I got. I'll show y'all the clip. She was yes. hilarious. I love her. Yeah. No, we all do. She's we amazing. She's but amazing. we look R and B. That's we gotta t- we gotta talk about these men for real because um, we're not talking about the real the real. Okay. Because <laughs> they could have gone left. It could have gone yeah. left. Mm, 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 but, um, you know, when we were speaking about, like, Mario and stuff and, and even the verses, like, I was saying, I was thinking to myself earlier how, like, I think One Wish was, like, the last crying the last song. Crying, like, the, the last, last crying He was song. in the rain. Like, he was in the rain on the ground. He might have been the knees. last man in the rain. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. So. We need to, I feel like we need to bring it back, you know, uh, Brother Love. <laughs> Brother Love, a.k.a. Mm, Diddy. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> he said R&B is dead. And, and, we all know he was trolling. He was trolling, yeah, he but was. on the lowest of keys, he was right. I feel like it was a little. Was a low I understand key. that there are R and B artists now. Fine, not taking that away from them, but I think that it's just not the same. Like R and B was really like very much like about heartbreak and love, and I think now R and B is more like heartbreak. Like I hate you, I hate you. Toxic, yeah, toxicity, a lot of toxicity. I think that's the thing too. Like the Brent, Fy- no shade to nobody, but the Brent Fires is the. Um, Bryson Tillers. Bryson Tillers. Very much like 
I don't care this. Oh yeah. Well, we're not we're talking. We're not talking about the women. We're, we're talking not about talking the about, men. We're not talking about the women. This is not. This is not about women today. But um. <laughs> so yeah, I just feel like a lot of these. I think we need to bring it back. I don't know what we got to do to bring it back. I don't. But, yeah, we got to. So what I do know is one: the R and B is dead conversation is literally so played out, and, uh, and yes. so it was literally it was a good campaign though. Yeah. Did he know how to get the people talking? He, he do. Yeah. He do. Um. So. I will say this. Music always reflects the times mm -hmm. and always reflects the current situations that are in the culture. That's true. We do have an issue of connectivity right now when it comes to love. It is hard to find love. Yeah. And it is not easy to um, be vulnerable in spaces as it was back in maybe the 80s, 90s, 2000s. And if we look at where R&B derived from it's a derivative of soul yeah. and soul classics all started with love when yeah. life was simple when you literally was just talking literally about the girl in your class and the girl down the street mm -hmm. and now you Who's had you done left lady? like yes and you done left that lady because she she saw at the grocery store and you never went nowhere you drove 50 miles maybe at the most to see your grandma and them and maybe you know if you was in new york maybe you went back down south for the summers but like yeah. for the most part people weren't as accessible to each other and feelings were a bit more more open in in the open because everybody had time to be with their feelings mm -hmm. we live in a culture where though we are actively working towards being more healed and more free we are very disconnected from each other even though we're connected online that's not the same as like seeing somebody right. dating somebody like you can literally swipe through 50 dudes yeah. on an app and think that, you know, some people really might make connection, but it's harder to find that connection. So I think what is more prevalent now, the feelings of being alone, feeling heartbroken, um, feeling disconnected from women or that women don't really care, which that whole other conversation yeah. and that it's just not true. <laughs> but um, I think that we it, it reflects the times of where love isn't as important. Yeah. And, and and it's just not a priority to every single human being as it was back in the day where like literally you graduated high school, you went to college to find a you a, a yeah, wife you, or a married. husband. You it's a whole bunch of women who never used their degrees because they found their husband in college mm -hmm. and just became, you know, and, and then became not just became, then became a a homemaker and a yeah. stay-at-home wife and made sure their husband's dream mm -hmm. made Same it. True. But now we live in a time where women are like yeah, I'm gonna go. I want to do what I bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, Niani and I were just talking to a man uh, a few days, uh, a couple days ago, and he kind of was saying the same thing about we were having a conversation about like you know men not crying and stuff like that in the songs, and he was saying like you go, you got to look at the women right now, and I, I don't. I don't do women slander. I don't but, do women slander. Not at all. But he did mention, like, you know, a lot of women right now are, are not necessarily accepting of love, which I also don't agree. But, I don't agree with um, that. It's just women are too independent and blah, 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 blah. And I can see a man having that perspective. But I feel like it's always been that way. Like, <laughs> in general, like, it's, mm. been, it's been this, like, uh, especially in music, like, uh, Blue Cantrell, Hit em Up style, right? That was very uh, much was like. Yeah. But that's like her getting her lick back, though. Like, because mm -hmm. these guys. She was in a relationship. Yeah, she was in a relationship. He did her dirty. Just like, um, even. You be on right. point. Oh, you be on timing, okay? <laughs> While he was scheming, I was dreaming of a demon just steaming. Can't believe that I called my man cheating. Yeah, so I 
right. Yeah. And you're right, it is a lick back. It's a lick back, just like heard it all before. Right. But that's a lick back. But that's still my point is that, like, I'm home late. Yes. Expecting me. Who child? Seems you barely beat you this guy. You tap on my shoulder. Thinking you, you gonna, gonna get, get you some? some? Huh? Smelling like, like some fragrance. I don't, I don't even, even wear. So if you want some go loving, I suggest you there. Go, back go back there. Where you came from. Day to day. With you, it's always something else. Working my nerves. God knows that I don't deserve See what I'm saying? Like. But I feel like it's always a cycle. And that's what I was saying to the guy. Like I that feel like was it's still it's, I feel like about it's, cheating. Yeah, yeah but, but this is what I'm saying. I feel like it's a cycle. Like I feel like it's always been a man does a woman wrong, so a woman does this wrong to the man and then that man. And then that man cries. To, so well, no. Okay. That man does something wrong again. Like everybody is I think it's an ego thing too. Like, it's like a tip outside for tat. of outside of music, I think it's a very much a tip for tat type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if I wonder if it's just less less love. Like I really do believe that love became less of a priority because just everything became so i don't know how to explain it i want i want to say i what i want to say is that just life became so much louder like when you have so much to do so much always to think of so many women and men and uh you know whoever you want to be with a partner you know uh what is it non-binary humans like whatever it is when you have access to hundreds of people it's, at your thumb, right? You, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. Also, we are the generation of children whose parents made the divorce rate fifty yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot of people who also grew up without seeing a married couple and what marriage actually looks like. So it's, it's a culture. lot of like that's why I think we just live in a in a time where. Love is is absolutely always around and it's always abundant, but it might not be our priority. priority yeah. right. And um, it is a priority for me, but I would be lying if I said, like, I put as much work into my love life as I did in my career. Mm-hmm. I wish I did. That's my problem right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I'm single. Some man going to comment on Mario Page and say... How your man feel about him singing to you? That's First crazy. First of all, mind your business. Mind your business. Who, man? You know my man? Where is he at? Did he text you? Did he text you and tell you he was upset? Because right. he didn't talk to me. You don't, don't even know, know that man's name. I don't even know that man's name. I'm going to have a man. Right. It'd be the men for me. Also, the misogynistic podcast are probably That is a real conversation. And you know what? Yeah, that is. Because I have a big campaign look. I have a big like let's cancel all men's podcasts. Not all. No, Some of them can no, stay. No, no, but no, no, no. <laughs> a large the amount ones of them that are crazy. A yes. large amount of them are very much only like clickbait. No offense, because Jason B he he produces men podcasts, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I just I just feel like a lot of these men, and I don't want to get into a gender war, but a lot of these a lot of these male podcasts and even women podcasts too sometimes just do stuff for clickbait, and a lot of these clickbait conversations are rooted in toxicity. And therefore, creating a con- they get what they want. They get the they conversation. Get they, want. they get they get the views and whatever. But at what what at what cost? At right. what cost to the culture? Mm-hmm. So I think that to your point, that is that we all grew up in these um, and, and seeing like divorce rates and stuff, and and seeing and growing in that like our business and our careers are kind of really important. So we kind of put more uh, pressure onto that than our love lives. I will say that I think the kids, I think the kids might be our saving grace. Because Gen Z is going to change the world. And not yeah. even, even the younger yeah. than the Gen Z's. Because, um, like, for example, my godson, his, I, don't, I don't raise him child. I just 
take I pick him up and drop him back off. Mm-hmm. My godson, his mother is teaching him how to be emotionally responsible. That's what I'm saying. The gentle parents. Yes, you have to yes. do it. And he's he's only five. He just turned five and he'll go up to her. I've seen it. Like she's told me, but I've seen it. He's like, Mommy, I'm mad. She's like, Okay, why are you upset? He's like, because I feel like you didn't give me enough attention today, and I feel like I really need some. Aww. And she's like, okay, let's get you some attention. And like, I just think that those are the type of par- parenting that way. And shout out to the gentle parents, because I don't, this is why I don't got a kid. But um, I think parenting that way opens up space for love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then they're not, they don't feel like they have to be forced to be hard all the time and to feel like, you know, or even my career is, a career is important, right? But I feel like, you know, Seeing getting love from your parents, no matter if they're divorced or not, or they're together or not, helps you love more like externally. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. So I, I think I think there are saving grace for sure. I agree. I think they're gonna change the world. They scare me, but I love it. <laughs> I love it. They scare me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm terrified. But I think that um, you're right with the gentle parenting, and I also think that we. I think our generation, we're all around the same age, millennials, Mm -hmm. our generation's greatest contribution to the black experience in this country, and I say this all the time, is our... Our, our willingness to heal yeah, and yeah, our yeah. ability to come to the table without the taboo notions of what therapy means. Mm-hmm. So when we look at what our kids will be able to do because of our work in healing, the generational trauma, the DNA, tr- mm-hmm. the trauma in our DNA mm-hmm. for hundreds of years, quite yeah. literally, yeah. Um, our willingness to do that work will make a child who is more loving, hopefully. And I also think it's a lot of us who are out here been, that have been hurt yeah. and never healed that hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot of it's us. The, it's the cycle. Yeah. You a never heal it, so we hurt other people. Exactly. So a lot of us are carrying around broken hearts mm-hmm. and old relationships because they, we see them all the time like unless you block these people they gonna be in yeah, your life yeah. which I'm a big fan of blocking we love a block I love button. a block we love a we mute we love a block button a, a mute hello like okay. you can do what you I'm do I'm a big muter I'm a big muter I'm big a mute, mute. 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 Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see it anymore you gotta mind your timeline but I think it is a it is the most beautiful courageous thing you can ever do to choose to love yourself and then love someone else it's an everyday choice and it's the greatest thing I think any of us can do with our lives outside of what we accomplish out of, of our out of our purposes I think love is the greatest thing my parents have been married for 30 how old am I 32 34 years mm-hmm. and um and I see it it's work yeah That's sure it thing. is yeah it's work it's people work. don't, be people don't to work. put in yeah. work baby yeah. it's work but <laughs> But it is so cool to like be able to be like, yo, like when my mom comes home, my dad's there, my dad comes home, my mom, like I can't wait. Ooh, I can't wait just to Same. be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going home to my husband. My y'all. husband. Oh, I'm sorry. My husband. My husband. My husband. I can't Hold on. I'm going to phone with my husband. Yeah. I'm talking to my, my husband. husband. You're being real loud right. with my, my husband. You're being disrespectful. Like, I need to talk to my husband. That's my husband. My husband. But in order to is what I'm here. using today. Hold on. Yeah. He, what, mm-hmm. Husband, what'd you say you wanted from the store? Collard greens. Loud. Right. Just loud. loud in the meat right. He said he want a, my husband said he want a pound of bacon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh it. bacon <laughs> for my husband. <laughs> like, but I think, I think we just got it. Look, uh, I, I would love my. I would love to start saying my husband too, but I need. I need him to to start crying in his songs when he wants me back. Okay? He might. <laughs> this is he what just I need. Might. I need. I need him to. Him and his homeboys to gather around a piano and record themselves on their knees crying. 
You know what? And happened? take it outside when it's raining. Yeah. Right. With the you radio. You know what like I have seen hmm. in real life my, myself with my black woman eyes? Yeah. Hmm. The, when Usher came out mm-hmm. at Dreamville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the hortness went out the window. Uh-huh. When that man started singing Confessions and Let It Burn Ooh. and Superstar, every dude was like, Oh my God! Mm-hmm. R&B, Love it. R&B, Love it. like so, so they, need they, they, they need they need Usher. We need Usher. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To help. We need an Usher training camp. We yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's but but it's a lot of there's a lot of there's so many talented people in R&B who are like Vito is super dope. He's yes, making he a lot is. of great love songs. He Eric is. Bellinger Eric is making yes. a lot of yes. great love songs. Tank. Sir, sir, I'm it's Tink. You said Tink. That's what you said. Tank. Oh, I'm talking about the new artist too, but oh, Tank, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tank, um, you know, is incredible. A long time, like if we're talking Usher, that's Tank. That's all of yeah, people all of that of yeah. that that era. But like it, even the new guys, they are trying. It's just yeah. up to us to support them to, to pick them up. Masego, 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 and and Sir with satisfaction yes, and yeah. and nothing even ma- Man. nothing even matters. He killed that. <laughs> we need a moment of silence right. because child man you can't really <laughs> look so here's the thing are we at general consensus we need we need usher we need an usher get, training need an camp usher training camp for these for the, to get these men back to crying and singing in the rain okay <laughs> but um Gia we know we gotta let you go so I do appreciate your time I appreciate being here y'all are hilarious and adorable and beautiful oh, and gorgeous and talented oh, yeah, make sure y'all check out more than that. Yes, yes. and check out R and B rotation if y'all want yes. some good old R and B vibes. Yeah, and um, stay tuned to this podcast, honey. Rhythm and see the girls are giving what the girls yes. need to get, yes. and we will be right back. Hi, this is Fred Bugs. You know, WBLS is launching a hub for all things HBCU at WBLS.com backslash HBCU. Along with the hub, our brand new podcast series, Captains and Majors. Following Morehouse and Howard on their road to the HBCU New York Football Classic hosted by me, Fred Bugsy Bugs. And it's out now everywhere you listen to podcasts. So stay up to date with all things HBCU at WBLS.com backslash HBCU. Podcast listeners, Summer Jam Through the Years is a documentary-style podcast miniseries exploring four summer jams through four decades, hosted by me, Laura Styles. All episodes of our first season are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. Check it out to hear stories from behind the scenes like Jay-Z and Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson! <laughs> the year Nicki Minaj refused to perform. I know there's some chicks here waiting to sing Starships later. I'm not talking to y'all right and how the show went on despite COVID and a hurricane. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back with Rhythm and Views. First of all, Gia was amazing. Amazing. Love her. We love you, Gia. Thank you for coming to the show. Yes. And conversation. Great conversation. She dropped so many gems. Yeah. And then the you gave Gia her roses, but you also giving someone else their roses today. I am. So we gon we gon you know we give roses on this on this show right here. Absolutely. And uh, you know since Women's History Month is 
over. Um, I gotta give I gotta give roses to men. Okay, we were talking about men earlier, but in general, I just think you know they say that men don't get their flowers, their first flowers until their funeral, and I'm a real advocate of giving men their flowers while they're still alive. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna get into the, this this person that I want to give roses to. You know, everybody talks about how genuine came out on a stretcher on a Six and Park back in the day, but I barely hear the conversation surrounding the male entertainer of the time. And I and I said it. I said what I said. The male entertainer of that time, Cisco. Right now, hear me out. Hear what I gotta say. As one fourth of R&B boy group Drew Hill you know Cisco has been giving us exactly what we need with every performance he has ever done the, ba- the dance moves the backflips and don't get me started on the music videos okay he jumped on the shoulder of one man just to jump on top of a bus casually just to walk through walk through and get to a girl like who who do you know is really doing that okay and then in the unreleased seven minute and 22 second music video for Unleash the Dragon again unreleased never came out Cisco fought an actual dragon and beat him with backflips and dance moves. Not an Again, actual dragon. <laughs> who is doing that? Who do you know is doing that? But let's take it back to Drew Hill. The group gave us hits like Beauty, In My Bed. And In My Bed, by the way, had a so-so death remix that, sound, that sounded completely different than the original. And we love to see it. But you got to listen to last week's episode to catch up on what we said about new school remixes and old school remixes. But anyway, Drew Hill even gave us Tell Me, Tell Me, which has circled back around to our current social media times with many people reliving the step and hop move that is required when you're listening to the song, which my coworkers just did when I, when I sung that because it's a requirement. If you don't know that, then you're too young. Exactly. Too young. So Cisco was a part of all that. And let's take it really quick to Cisco's solo career. Many of us only give Cisco credit for Thong Song, but his debut album, Unleash the Dragon, has more hits than just that. Case in point, Thong Song only reached number three at the time, but Incomplete peaked at number one. And truthfully, maybe this was the start of the end of men begging for their women back because Incomplete has me wanting to go back to Cisco, and I ain't even a date the man, you know what I'm saying? And he was, he was featured on the brunch stable, How Many Licks by Little Kim. He also put down vocals on DMX's What, the Bees, what These B-Words Want, okay? So nowadays Cisco is back with Drew Hill the group is still performing and touring and uh, you know apparently Cisco is still doing acrobatics in his performance to this day so we gotta give a king his roses I rest my case Well, that was amazing, Zayna, for your giving roses and gave us some time to, you know, step back into the 90s real quick and, you know, do the little two-step hop that goes with that dance. We want to say thank you to everybody who's tuned in. Thank you to Gia for coming. Thank you for growing our following, following, following us. Make sure you follow us on WBLS. 107.5 NYC on Instagram. And make sure you use the hashtag Rhythm and Views, okay? Um, as promised, here's a clip of... My amazing WrestleMania recap with my lovely co-host Queen PR over on Those Wrestling Girls. The full episode is out on our Patreon on Those Wrestling Girls. And on that note, it's your girl Krista B. I'm Zayna. Miani. And we're out of here till next time. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's Krista B, one half of those wrestling girls, and I'm here 
with my lovely co-host. Hi, it's Queen PR. And we are just coming back off the heels of WrestleMania weekend out in California. It was such a blast. You hear my voice. So you could tell that I had such a blast being at WrestleMania, being in front of the fans, being in front of the wrestlers themselves, doing what we love to do, plus more. It was just an amazing, amazing time. P, if you can, if you can sum up this year's experience from last year's experience in one word, what would it be? In one word, oh, that's so hard. I would say magical because, you know, you don't think it's going to top last year's, but then somehow it did. Um, And then, of course, being there with you, of course, uh, second WrestleMania, you know, working it in a row together, you know, I I couldn't have, it couldn't have been better than to look to my right and, and and you were there for another one another one <laughs> and you know next year is going to be even bigger yeah um yeah we got to meet a lot of our favorite wrestlers we got to interview a lot of our favorite wrestlers mm-hmm. i got to see bad bunny twice in one oh weekend my God. <laughs> and it's and, like what and you know we got to connect with new people who've been following us or heard of us and like we've never met them in person that's what i love about this wrestling community is just like we will communicate or connect on social media and we'll once we see each other it's like we've been friends for years Um, it's just so many people we can shout out i feel like if i can describe this year's wrestlemania experience compared to last year i think it would just have to be phenomenal Mm. like it's just so much that was happening and we were able to do a little bit of everything yeah and although it we would have thought it was overwhelming and draining and you know it was just still a fun thing to be a part of starting from thursday you know wally mania and then we had smackdown hall of fame and then both nights of wrestlemania then i you know we did the monday night raw and it was just phenomenal from start to finish and it was like do you really want to go home when it's just like yeah you got to go home to get back to real life like staying at wrestlemania high yeah ever it's it's gonna be a little while for us to like come off of that wrestlemania high um but yeah like I, I can't talk enough about it. like we be it's like we met up with old friends, all the wrestlers who we come in contact with, Naomi, Trinity, yeah. um, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, um Ugh. Big Swole, Tasha Steels. Um it, it was just so many people, so many people. so many people. So many familiar faces. So many familiar faces, so many faces. Was was I think like walking into the press junket and then seeing all the familiar faces immediately was a highlight for me because I didn't know what to expect. So then I was just like the first person I saw was Candace and I was like oh my god okay. So and I just felt instantly like comfortable and then you know running into Wilkins and the New York crew and then people you only see during these things like there's people I've met only in towns that I go to for wrestling and vice versa so that is definitely a highlight from this week for sure definitely loved it 
but we can't give them all of what happened That's right true. now. We can't give them all of what happened right now. But what you can do is make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon at Those Wrestling Girls. This will exclusively live there. We go in full detail about our experience from landing to takeoff, yes. from start to finish, from Wale Mania to Monday Night Raw. We give out every detail so please make sure to subscribe we even got some exclusive interviews that we've done during this past weekend talking to the raw women's champion talking to the former smackdown women's champion talking to um everybody in between so you just have to make sure you subscribe to those wrestling girls on patreon to get the inside scoop on everything that went down and on that note it's your girl krista b and queen pr we are out of here until next time. Bye. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rhythm of Peace podcast. It's your girl, Crystal B. I'm Zayna. I'm Niani. fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit Hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice.